So when people come to our biz chats, it's like, what's your one main focus? Let's see what your purpose is. So mine is hashtag celebrating 1 million women. We turn it into a hashtag. What is that first piece? Then we have a system to help it make it a little lighter and breezier for you. So when life does come, we've got a system for you to walk through. Has your life, your dreams been interrupted? Good news. It is possible to reinvent our lives. People are doing it every day. And some are brave enough to share the struggles, disappointments, and challenges. If you are looking for a new beginning, a do-over, or to rediscover your passion, maybe even find a new one, then grab a cup of coffee and let's talk. Interrupted, Act 2, Reinventing Your Legacy, with your host, Coach Lori. Karen Ray, welcome. Thank you, Lori. I am so thrilled to be here. I am really excited to find out about you. Why don't you just tell us about this awesome life you're living now, what you love about it, everything that you do. Thanks for having me here today too, because I know there's so much power in our stories and to share our experiences. I love that you're asking women where they are today, because it's a good reflection to take a peek at where we've come from. But today I am the founder of Fave Lifestyles. We are a organization dedicated to uniting women and entrepreneurs via our marketplace app and our business society. And so we are bringing women together because we know that women want to connect and have that desire to do so. We've created these wonderful spaces for women to show up and all their brilliance and beauty. So we have an app. I run a business society for women journeying together. We have total social media audience currently of 8.6 thousand and growing. So women can tap into that. We're there to hold their hand and journey with them. What do you love about it? The women are so special. I call them all my wise friends. They've been through a lot. They've been through struggles and a lot of life and a lot of good things too. And they've experienced a lot and they are so generous in sharing their experiences and helping other women make an impact in the world. I am on a mission to hashtag celebrate 1 million women. I would love all of our biz girlfriends and our lifestyle uh, girlfriends to come and join on the app and they can create a free uh, girlfriend profile right on the app and tap into some of the exclusive discounts and the stories, the inspiration, the podcast, and they're a woman in business. They can have their business bio and their links right there all for free. How do we find the app? Fave, F-A-V-E, lifestyles.app if you're going to go to the web version or else you can download it on Apple or Android. If women want to come and connect further, they can have a signature page. They can come and connect in our biz chats. We have a couple different memberships for different stages of business. Yes. And it is my dream to have a podcast and I want it to be about celebrating 1 million women and having those ladies on there. So that's in my plans. I'm here for you. You have this amazing life, this amazing app. It wasn't always like this. I guess about eight years ago, I was becoming a empty nester and I was like, okay, what's next in life? We had this lovely life. I was married. We had a beautiful home. We'd had lovely vacations and I had not worked for 27 years. I was a stay-at-home mom. I was asking my son one day, I said, where are all the shows for women my age on YouTube? And he goes, mom, women your age don't do that. And I said, what? The market's wide open then. And actually my son has become my, one of my biggest cheerleaders and helpers, but I started filming a web show. It was a passion project. I live in Woodenville, Washington, and we have all these tasting rooms. And so I asked if I bring in some cameras and we interview you would you host us? And they did. And so I learned how to film. I had never interviewed. I thought, okay, I can talk. I can ask questions. 
questions. I interviewed a New York Times bestselling author, Lori London. Uh, we brought in some people how to do hair because I was thinking, oh, I'm going to have my own today's show. And 45 women showed up. And I thought, oh, women are looking for a place to connect. It was around this lifestyle show. So I continued doing that. And then one day my life just flipped upside down and I went through five major life transitions in a two-year period. I went through an unexpected divorce. I became an empty nester. I lived on my own for the first time. I had to re-enter the workforce after 27 years. It was all these things together, plus so many other crazy things happened during that time. And I thought, what am I going to do? What do I have? I thought, we've got this community that we're building. I monetized it and I thought, okay, am I an event planner? What am I? Am I a marketer? I had this show which we continued doing and I built it and we needed some place to host it. So I created uh, favelifestyles.com, which is still out there. It's our lifestyle magazine. It has 460 pages of fabulous articles by women in our community. And I started building that, but then I realized that women needed a place to be entrepreneurs. So that's why I built the app in our business society. Lori, the really big pivot point for me was I was at a counselor one day and this was right in the, the muck and the mire of everything where everything was just in an uproar. And I'm like, who am I? What's my purpose in life? He had a big piece of white paper and a black Sharpie. And he goes, Karen, there's your piece of paper. I want you to write how you feel in your life and your marriage right now. One word. And he had also written a word. And so I was really embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I'm a people pleaser. It's like, what does he want me to write? <laughs> I wrote the word invisible. And I lifted up my paper and he had the exact same word. He goes, Karen, he goes, you are invisible in your life and in your marriage. And it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. He goes, how are you going to show up in your life? And from that point, I changed what I was doing and how I was showing up. Wow. So that's why I created this space for women, a safe space to be you, to be accepted, a place to belong, a place to feel special. And that's really what this is, is so we can journey together and bring all of our gifts and, and share them to the world. It's really important for me to have that space for women where they really can feel special and shine, if you will. You said there were five big life changes in a short amount of time. Often, I think we hear a story. I heard this amazing woman who had a brain bleed. She was a model. And after the doctor saved her life, he had to poke her brain in a way that made her paralyzed. Her face is droopy and she can't walk. And what she said is, I'm not standing up here to inspire you because life is really hard, yeah. but I can do hard. So walk us through the challenges of going through these really hard things. How did you navigate? Yeah. And I've come to recognize three different pillars that I kind of followed that I didn't really recognize at the time, but it got me through because I had to recognize one. When the counselor said that I walked out of the counseling and I was in tears. I had to face myself. I was actually embarrassed to have written that word, but I had to make a choice with tears running down my face. I said, how am I going to show up in the world to know that it's okay? And it's not going to be easy. And it's going to be really hard because there was some really, really hard things to go through. That's number one. I decided, okay, I've got to make a choice. And I continue to do that. I've been through other several really difficult things since that time. And again, I stop and so how am I going to show up? Can I show up? And however that looks for you, it's different for everybody. The second thing I realized is that, sure, I had gone to college 35 years ago. I don't know how to run a business. I don't know how to do any of these things, but you know what? I can learn. And I there's 
plenty of resources out there. What am I going to do? I realized that education is power. Walking through a divorce, you got to educate yourself on what are the laws? What is really due to you? What are your rights? How do you start a business as a woman? I was 58 years old at that time. How do you go about getting back into the workforce after 27 years? What's that going to look like? I started taking personal development courses. I realized I need help communicating and every free course I could take because my finances were totally different. And I had to learn how to run my finances. And that was the scariest piece for me. Now I'm in charge of myself. I might live to a hundred. My grandparents did. How am I going to finance that? How, what's that going to look like? So I sought out finance people. That was the second thing, education. And the third thing that I was going through was I realized there are so many beautiful people. Women love to help other women. I surrounded myself with the most amazing women who taught me how to do QuickBooks, who taught me how to interview. They were there helping out at the events right by my side. I had nothing to pay them with at that point. <laughs> and they were just there to lift me up. There were some really hard moments. And those ladies also called me on it too. And that's why I call them my wise friends because they have been through things and they were there to make sure I didn't fall <laughs> off the side of the cliff because there was so much emotion that was being dealt with at that time. But yet I still had to provide for myself. Those were kind of my three pillars of walking through the muck and the mire and and really kind of fighting through some of those things because there was so much emotion and so much self-realization during that time. A couple of things you touched on that I think people might really be wanting to hear a little more about. You became an empty nester, but you hadn't been working. You had been a stay-at-home mom. So can you talk to us about that transition. My kids, I just love them dearly. They're wise beyond their years. I was really very blessed that they were a part of building my business. And even to this day, I look to them to help guide sometimes. They just have an understanding for the social media marketing and all that kind of stuff. So I was really lucky that we are very close that I could still tap into them, but it was lonely. And then we walked right into a pandemic and I kept saying, oh, I should have gotten a pandemic partner or something. But I moved up to an island and was by myself. I remember walking on the beach one day and I said, I didn't, had never known lonely before. I had never felt that before. And it was a deep, sometimes a deep, dark feeling and it could take you elsewhere. So I knew I had to be really careful. I sought out people who could help me walk through that. And that's where all these lovely life coaches are or counselors, or you've got to tap into some things. You cannot do it alone. You, know, you can, but it may not turn out the way you want it to. And I recognize that. I have different life coaches. I had to walk through forgiveness. One of our members, Brenda Reese, is a forgiveness coach. It's not about the other person. It's about freeing you. And I walked through that. And so now I, I have that tool in my pocket. And when these deep, dark feelings came, and then I moved to Arizona, and I was all by myself there, and it was in the hot summer. So I can say I survived a Arizona summer. But again, I had to just, I had to, as these emotions came up and the, maybe the depression or the anxiety around finances and all these different things, I had to reach out for help. And I think as women, a lot of times we don't reach out for help. So that was a key factor for me getting through anything is just reaching out, but not just anyone. Your girlfriends love you, but they can't always help guide you. It's not their burden to carry. That's why I tap into these professionals who can help you walk through different things. Our girlfriends want to either fix us or validate us. Yeah. Which is beautiful. But for me, being 
because I'm a coach, I am always coached. I always say a good coach is well coached. And if you have a coach that doesn't have a coach, look into that. <laughs> For me, as I started to walk through my journey of loneliness, when I went through a divorce, it was before internet, but I recognized so many people try to get connected with somebody else right away. And I was really committed to learning about myself and not bringing yeah. on one more person to take care of because our generation has probably more of a bend toward taking care of. And then yeah. we easily let go. And that's where that invisible comes from. You have shared so many amazing things. And I love that you have said it's hard. My motto is we can do hard things. Yeah. But that you chose to ask for help. You made a decision. You chose to learn. I always tell people, if you can't figure something out on the internet or in your computer, reverse mentoring, go get a teenager, go get a young adult, let them teach you. And while they're at it, tell them your war stories, because that's the mentoring part. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And those young people are just beautiful. And my son, one time he goes, he goes, mom, I'm not Google. I'm like, okay, but you have to learn how to ask those questions to Google to get the right answers. Even as a woman entrepreneur, the biggest distraction to us is life events because we're still taking care of our parents or our children, even though they may be adults or friends who are going through things. There's just so much life and it's important to us, especially the women of faith. I think that's their biggest distraction or thing that's things that pull them away from their business. So how can we make it all still happen in a light and breezy way? I love it that you brought that up. And I love that question. I teach coaching and podcasting and publishing. And this is what people say next year, maybe later. And mm -hmm. I've lost friends that take their book with them to the grave. And their family is like, we don't even know a lot of our family history because it was assumed. You said life distractions, but how do we keep going? So how do we navigate that to not let the life distractions take from our purpose? That's a great question. <laughs> One thing that I have kind of implemented and I, and this is what we do here at Faith. We are journeying together. We're trying to make it a little bit lighter and breezier because we are tapping into these amazing women. We do have the resources right at hand and they're all curated. We know who they're from and we're making that choice to show up, but we're focusing on one thing. So when people come to our biz chats, our weekly biz chats, it's like, what's your one main focus? Let's see what your purpose is. So mine is hashtag celebrating 1 million women. We turn it into a hashtag. What is that first piece? Then we have a system to help it make it a little lighter and breezier for you. So when life does come, we've got a system for you to walk through, to keep you moving forward, to cheer you on and, and to, in a space to, if life is happening, that you can express. Hey, this is happening. I'm, I got, I'm sideways. Help me get back on track. This is where I want to go. And then just reminding you that hashtag is to remind you of what your purpose is, your why, why, what's your big why that you are moving forward. Let's keep it in front of us. For entrepreneurs, especially, I know for me, I always felt alone. And then I have mm -hmm. like certain people wanting to give me advice that I'm looking at their life going, you're, you're not doing this and you're telling me how to do it. And we wear so many hats that we often hear that's the reason entrepreneurs fail. Your program, your app is a way for people to be like, I'm going to make money from home, but I need community. And that was your third one. Yeah. We want to connect and have that support. 
think there's this thing in our society that says you've got to do it on your own and you've got to kind of prove yourself. Look at the people who are really successful. They have created something phenomenal also because the people around them. Yes, they may have the fabulous idea. It's just so much more fun and it's a way lot easier if you have those mentors, people to surround you and help guide you. And that's what I love about our system that we have. It's like, Hey, has anybody used mailer light or what do you use for an email system? Cause somebody else has already done it. And so let's just tap into those experiences and somebody's out there, you know, Hey, this is what I did. And this worked for me, or I'm looking for a mentor. Some of the ladies have now connected and created mentor groups for each other outside of fave, um, but with other fave women and they're collaborating and connecting in different ways. And it's really exciting to see how this is building upon itself. And these ladies are doing business member to member. That's really where our magic is. And the magic is that personal touch because we're connecting. So I grew up in a household where you were already supposed to know everything. Or at least that's what I, my interpretation was and not to ask questions. But so I am having to learn to ask questions. Coach Lori here. I am not anti-aging. I am all about aging gracefully. Did you know we stopped making collagen at a certain age? And did you know powdered collagen has to go through your whole digestive system? So I am a big fan of Glow Liquid Collagen. It helps me age gracefully inside and out. To order, check the link below. By the way, if you order two at the same time, free shipping. Or if you would like to be an affiliate, make a little extra cash. Click the affiliate link. So I grew up in a household where you were already supposed to know everything. Or at least that's what I, my interpretation was and not to ask questions. But so I am having to learn to ask questions and asking for help because I've been through these situations that I could not do on my own. And just to see the beauty that comes out of that is so amazing. Whether women come to our community, I hope they find a community where they fit because every community has a different personality. Our ladies are women who want to make an impact. They want to live a life of significance. Some of them are working to support themselves. Some are working more for a passion project. They feel they have a purpose to share their gifts and their talents. That's really kind of who our fave ladies are. There seems to be this thing of what is your purpose? Like when you graduate from high school, what are you going to do with your life? And now you raised your family and all of a sudden you were kind of put in this situation. Did you have to reinvent your purpose? Was it something that was already back in your mind? Like, can you talk to us about what that was like for you to find your place? That actually came up. Well, I knew I was going to become an empty nester and I knew I had heard stories. Okay, what's your purpose? And so I actually started questioning that before my kids left. Who am I going to be and what am I going to do with my life? And that's why I started, I'm like, oh, I think this film thing is kind of interesting. I wonder if I could do that. Could I do it? Could I interview people? I started asking myself questions. So I started developing this. All these women came together and as they would walk out the door, they'd go, Karen, I feel really special. Thanks for hosting this. I'm like, and I'm looking around going, and then I realized how much business was being done at these events. One woman has a business in Peru because she sat next to our nonprofit that we were featuring and they happened to connect. And so all these things were happening behind the scenes and just because I was hosting this little event. And so I thought, oh, what is my purpose? And so I keep going, what is my purpose? Where am I supposed to be? I'm a woman of faith. It's like, where does God need me to be? And where does God need me to show up? I just kept questioning myself. What is my purpose? Where do I need to be? 
when people come first come on at Fave, we try to create a hashtag for you because that is your why. And then you can put it in and you're discovering what your purpose is. You're a good listener. You, you start to hear these things, these different words and helping that woman define in maybe a simple terms what her, her purpose is. One woman said, she has minus and she's a financial planner. She does all these wonderful things. She's been in business for 30 years, but she said, it's those aha moments. And she's also a coach when that woman realizes that she's overcome something, realized a new, new thing. She goes, you know, my purpose is those aha moments. Your why can be different than your purpose. So my purpose is to celebrate 1 million women, but my why is I don't want any woman to ever feel invisible. Maybe they know their why, but they don't know their purpose is to seek, ask yourself questions. Like, can you give us an example? A lot of times we go, okay, what is my purpose? What am I doing? For me, it's like, you know what? I, I have to kind of reflect back. You know, I really don't want anyone to feel the way that I did. I don't want anyone to feel invisible. I want them to have a safe space to show up and be them and be their best them They're, and bring their brilliance and their beauty and all the good stuff, all that juicy goodness of, of who they are, their essence, and have that space where they can be. I guess, again, just being around the people who can help you guide you through those processes. I am not a coach. I create spaces for women to show up, but I would direct somebody if they have questions about how to seek that out, how to define it, how to have it clarified and a path to walk, use it to walk forward. I would guide them to some of our, our ladies who are more experienced in those areas. Absolutely. Many people say, why am I here? And we mm -hmm. ask ourselves the same question over and over. And my hope too, is that people would seek out a coach. But in the beginning, you started to ask yourself questions. And what I recognized in your story was you asked yourself questions. You thought, I don't want people to feel invisible. And then it, your gifts and talents showed up. Like not everyone would just go, I think I'll go video. Like that wouldn't be, but so you started tapping into the things about you, some gifts and talents that you had. And as you started to show up, what's that saying? As we say, yes, the teacher shows up. Yes. During that uh, two years of craziness, people compliment me, Karen, you are just thriving. You're flourishing. You're vibrant again. I was stepping into my own, into my own power because I was being actually being forced to kind of shed some of the other things and walk in to see who I was. It's not always an easy process to find that purpose and that why, but yes, as long as we're seeking, I think we're moving forward. This is such wisdom. And I look at people who are in their later years and they feel like, A, they're invisible or they missed it. I discovered that I love to create. I didn't know that about myself. I had no idea I could create beautiful online magazine. I had no idea. I not only produced my show, I ended up producing four other shows. I had no idea I could do that. <laughs> and then to at the height of COVID and during the pandemic, our online magazine was getting 750,000 views a month. And that was through the social media platforms. It wasn't just on the magazine itself. So I had no idea I could do that. And so I thought, heck, what else could I do? So I had had this vision to bring these ladies together. I thought, okay, that didn't monetarily pan the, go the direction I wanted it to. So we got to shift. we got to pivot. How is this going to work? So we need, a, like, again, a place to show up, not only in our business society, but how is that going to look digitally? Because we've got to have a digital presence. I was 62 when I created my app. I designed it. I had a wonderful person help guide me, Don Rollins, who is our app creator. It's fabulous. I'm so glad other women are going there. 
we're getting 5,000 views a month on it. So that means women are going there seeking what it is we have. And I love that. See, and I love it that you were like, oh, I can do this. Sometimes we do something because it feels really natural. But what I find as a coach, a lot of times people think, well, anybody could do it. They don't even recognize it as a gift. I love that. You said yes, you stepped out and then you were like, whoa. And it opened all these other doors for you. And I keep hearing this theme of say yes. Yes, absolutely. But with discernment. Say more about that. I wanted to have very discerning decisions, not to just say yes to everything. I'm a person who can do that. And I can get really, really busy because I know I can do a lot of things, but I just actually came off some health challenges. I broke my leg and my arm at the same time. (laughs) One of the beautiful ladies in our community, she said, Karen, why don't you just take a step back during this time and just let everything integrate. I was going to be starting saying yes to creating this other, these other pieces to our business. I need to take a step back. I need to just be discerning and not say yes to everything. And so now I'm saying no to some things also, but it's allowing me to really focus in on what really matters. I love the wisdom and the intuition of, it's almost like, okay, I know what I have. I know what I can do. And oh, by the way, self-care really matters. It does. And I have been one who has run hard, got your own business. I mean, women entrepreneurs, you're you're doing it all. You're the marketer, you're the finance, you're the operations. I had to think of how can we make this a little bit lighter? If I need it light and breezier, maybe the other women do too. So they don't feel overwhelmed or feel that hustle. So let's create a system where we can journey and maybe we can have a little checklist and go, Oh, I learned how to do AI recently. And so I'm teaching other women how to do it. It's like, okay, if you can show up one time a week in 15 minutes to 8.6 thousand people, what would that do for you and your business? So I'm teaching women how to do that. If you come to Fave, you can tap into our system. Got the audience here for you. Love it. At your age that you're teaching AI. No, who would have thought that? But there's technology and we've got to learn how to use it because it is going to be here and it is going to grow, but it takes a person and it takes, you need to know how to talk to it. You have to talk to it like it's your friend. You give it the tone that you want and all these other beautiful things and learn how to use it. And then, you know, you can create a workbook, you can create your lead pages, you can create all these fabulous things and save yourself so much time. It's one of those things, again, walking through uncertainty where maybe sometimes it doesn't feel familiar or safe for women. And it's like, oh, I don't know about that. I can't do that. But it does take a person to use AI. It's not doing it all on its own. You've got to talk to it. You've got to feed it what you want. Those are the things and use it as a template. Still put your own flair into it. Women, I think once they learn how to, it's like, oh, I I can do this. And giving them that confidence that they can use these tools. And that's what I love too about our women who come and be a part of our community. They help women. Nicole Lux Ritchie helps women learn how to do tech. I call her our resident tech expert. You have a question, you go to her. And so we have these people we can refer because I know every single person on that app. They are curated and they're, they're safe to work with. I love that. Well, you have just given us so much wisdom and insight and encouragement. Before we go, I have two questions. One, what do you really want people to know? You have the freedom of choice to how you want to show up. When you show up, you touch the hearts and lives of other women. So I encourage you to show up. 
What are you reading or what do you recommend? I am going to be reading and it's right in front of me. It's called The Abundance Book. I just began a mastermind with some other ladies. That is the one that we're going to be reading and it's by John Randolph Price. And so I am excited. The Abundance Book. It's just a little book. And then you have uh, like affirmations that you, I think it's 10 affirmations that you do for 40 days. These couple ladies and I are going to be doing that and seeing what kind of results we get. Thank you so much, Karen. This has been so fun. You know, as women, we have so many things to walk through and just to share those experiences. Lori, thank you for having me on today and, and letting me share my story. Have you heard, if not now, when? If not you, then who? Are you being prompted to write a book, to create a podcast? Check out Leaving a Legacy at www.coachlaurie, that's coach, L-A-U-R-I-E, dot com. And let's get started on your second act now. Three things we learned from Karen. Turn your purpose into a hashtag and keep it in front of you. Ask questions. Ask for help. Maybe your gifts and talents, things you take for granted or you think anybody can do, might be the very thing that becomes your purpose. If you love this podcast, here's a big ask. Will you share with your friends and family? Subscribe, give us a review, and a five-star rating so that others looking to reinvent their lives will be able to get the help they're looking for. Thank you in advance.